0: They were teens locked away for life for murder, but now they're getting a second chance. Uncertain Terms, a new podcast from TC Palm, explains why judges are resentencing kids who killed, why families are having to relive these painful murders, and why some of these killers are walking free. Find it now on your favorite podcast app.
1: think we should build a wall over Florida before we should build a wall over Mexico. <laughs> you are listening to
2: the Pod Full of Sunshine podcast, recorded live straight out of Florida, where it's illegal for anyone wearing a swimsuit to sing in public. So grab your orange juice, dump in that champagne, cut you a slice of key lime pie, and get ready for an
1: hour of crazy, off-the-wall stories from the Sunshine State. Here are your hosts, Greg and Diana.
0: Hey everybody and welcome back for another episode of Podful of Sunshine. I'm Diana.
2: Greg here. Welcome back.
0: We are a comedy news podcast that discusses all the fucked up stories to come out of Florida.
2: Beyond Florida too.
0: (laughs) We tell you all the news stories that you never know you need to know in life.
2: You need to know everything we tell you.
0: Which is all the funny shit. So ready for another podcast pocket? Yeah, let's do it. Um, So as you heard in the beginning of this, we played... um, The promo for Uncertain Terms, they are a local Florida podcast, so go check them out. And we also have another one, it's called Uncovering Sports, they are a comedy sports news podcast.
2: No, I should give that one a try.
0: Yes, you should. Check it out. Um, Now, they didn't give me an audio promo, but they did give me a blurb to read, so this should be interesting, having me read something out loud. You ready for it?
2: (laughs) Yeah, 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 I am ready for it.
0: (laughs) Okay. Here we go. This is for Uncovering Sports. Woo! It turns out professional wrestling isn't the only sport that's fake. Check out Uncovering Sports, a satirical take on sports talk radio revealing the inner workings of professional sports like the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, UFC, and more, reporting an analysis on your favorite sports entertainment leagues that are written and rigged for your entertainment. Last year, Uncovering Sports hosted the XFL Draft broadcast, the enhanced MLB All-Star game, took a trip to the Super Bowl 53, and even traveled through time. New episodes are available every Wednesday on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, or you can find them at UncoveringSports.com, the most untrusted name in sports.
2: Glad you read that. I probably would have fucked it up.
0: (laughs) I'm pretty good at reading. But go check them out. If you, you are into sports, and you're into comedy, and you're into the whole, you know.
2: Yeah, give it a check out. Check them out. Try it out.
0: All right. how's your week, Greg?
2: My week was good. How was yours?
0: <laughs> Do you have anything more to input besides it was good? Did anything exciting happen, or funny, or...
2: No, I really didn't have anything exciting or funny happen to me this week. It was just one of those weeks where you just worked. You put your head down and you worked and it was... Now I'm thinking, did something funny happen to me that you know about and you want me to talk about? No, no, I know. I
0: just... No, I didn't have any... Has there been any Russian hooker sightings?
2: I felt like I saw the one the other day and I wanted to get a picture for your mom, but I I just couldn't. It was she was in a bad spot. Like, it's can't just fucking take your picture phone out and take a picture of somebody.
0: Yeah, well, maybe from a distance, you could have.
2: Yeah, but there was kind of like a pole in the way this uh, time. Gotcha. I mean. Yeah. So,
0: all right. Yeah. Well, my week was good. My Apple report told me my screen time was down 40%.
2: That's a lie.
0: I didn't feel like it was accurate either. But
2: Probably I, not true at all.
0: But I did Get a great compliment this week. Oh, what was that? I had my women's annual exam. All you women know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And my doctor told me that I have a very nice cervix. (laughs) So I'm winning life at something. We may not be rich. We may not be successful. But damn it. I have a nice cervix.
2: You do. I like it. I like it, too.
0: And I don't know what this means, but she's like, yeah, she's like, it's just right there. It's easy to see. She's like, some cervix things I have trouble finding. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. What's so... up with these women's cervix? Is cervixes eye? Cervix eye? I don't know. What's the plural of cervix? Cervixes?
2: Yeah, I would have to say it is cervixes.
0: I would think so, too. But.
2: You got a nice vagina.
0: <sighs> I do, but <laughs> vagina and cervix is different.
2: Yeah, but it's still about the same thing. It's
0: all part of that whole, yeah. whole sh- shing dig.
2: Yeah, so. <laughs> um.
0: All right. Well, no, like, I'm we glad to, you had a good week. We went to Bush Gardens yesterday. That was. That was fun. It was fun because we were with a group of friends and their kids. But holy fuck, I think winter break for the Northerners is in full swing because that place was packed.
2: And there was like a million kids from New Zealand there too.
0: Yeah, there was like this whole group of like kids in pink and they had pink backpacks and they were fucking everywhere, but they were from Auckland. Auckland. And we sure did have to Google where Auckland was.
2: I was pretty accurate. I said it was in Australia.
0: You said Australia. I, what did I say? Germany?
2: You said Austria.
0: I said Austria. That's right. Again,
2: very Austria. You were were thinking Australia, but you wanted to say Austria because you didn't think it was Australia. I didn't
0: think, I knew it was in Australia, but Auckland is New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah.
2: Bye, Australia.
0: One of my uh, girlfriend's cousins, I think moved to New Zealand for like six months just because
2: Oh, did they move back after six months yeah oh they must not have liked it
0: well no they're still there
2: oh so there's
0: yeah so I think it's like once their visa runs up they have to
2: don't come home that's a shame
0: yeah well unless maybe they can extend it but I hear New Zealand is gorgeous so maybe we'll add that to our list
2: of New Zealanders yeah yeah
0: so I like it maybe Um, all right, well, let's get into some new stories because we have a jam, another jam packed outline this week.
2: We're jamming.
0: We are jamming. Where is my first story? And I feel like this first story you're going to be able to relate to on so many levels. A man, wait, where's this come out of? Oh, this is, oh, this is from Kansas, Wichita,
2: Wichita, Kansas.
0: Um, the headline is, a man is accused of making a bomb threat, but he was just referring to a bowel movement he was about to make. (laughs) A man accused of making a bomb threat. What
2: the? What the fuck?
0: I just had something like pop up. Please put your phone down so you're not banging around. Yeah, so I just had something like pop up, like, you won this free...
2: Cool. Did you, you want a
0: get- hundred thousand dollars? Click on this link. Did um, you click on the link? I ain't no fool. I know what you do. All right. A man accused of making a bomb threat at Home Depot in Kansas City, or no, I'm sorry, Kansas.
2: Wichita, Kansas.
0: <laughs> said he was only warning others before another man blew up the bathroom with a bowel movement at about twelve fifteen on Monday. Police responded to a reported bomb threat at the home improvement store. An employee told police he was standing at the urinal when another man left the stall and said, somebody told me there's a bomb in the building. You need to leave the building. According to the report, he asked him to repeat himself and the man gave the same statement two more times. Another employee identified the man in question as a regular customer.
2: Wow. So hold
0: on. Not done yet. (laughs) Uh, When police spoke to the customer over the phone, he said he had no intention of causing such alarm and that the comment he said was meant to be funny. The man said he heard another person in the bathroom say, y'all need to get out of here because I'm fixing to blow it up, <laughs> which made him and another person laugh because they understood the man was in serious need to defecate and that he was attempting to provide a polite, polite warning to the other patrons of the bathroom.
2: <laughs> but, I mean, you can't say there's a... Can't say there's a bomb in here. (laughs) You need to leave the building. Well,
0: and if you're leaving and say there's a bomb in the building and someone has no reference to the guy that's blowing it up in the bathroom, like you might want to clarify.
2: Yeah, I mean, I hope this guy got fined and arrested. No,
0: the store declined to press charges, police said.
2: (laughs) Must because he's a regular customer, probably.
0: Oh my gosh. I mean, at least he gave the courtesy.
2: Hey. I'm going to blow this place up. Blow the tube up.
0: Have you had any moments in stores where you're about to blow it up?
2: I mean, I've had pooped in stores before, but I've never said, hey, I'm going to blow it up right now.
0: <laughs> do you do it when there are other people in the bathroom?
2: I mean, if I have to poop, I'm going to do it. I don't like to have people around me. I'd like to be in secure little areas. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to poop. If there's if I have to poop, I'm going to poop.
0: Mm. This story reminded me of a, our Mexico story.
2: Oh, yeah. That was a funny story.
0: <laughs> Let's tell it to our listeners. <laughs> and anyone that's grossed out by poop, you might want to skip ahead a few minutes.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't talk about it.
0: Well, I, I've already brought it up now. We yeah, can't well, be like...
2: Well, well, if you're poop people, wouldn't talk about it. Oh,
0: right, right. So, yeah. we're in Mexico, and Blake was just over a year old, and we were staying at this all-inclusive resort. And I don't know... And let me just set the visual for you, is that the place we were staying, like our room was at the very end of the resort.
2: Yeah, on the beach.
0: On the beach. And the restaurants are like, how far of a walk do you think that was?
2: No, a couple football fields.
0: I mean, it was probably at least a 15 to 20 minute walk, I would guess. So we had Blake in a stroller. So we go to eat at this restaurant and we leave the restaurant. I don't know if I ate something bad or if I just drank the water. But so we're
2: had the ice cubes
0: <laughs> and we're fucking walking. All of a sudden you feel that instant gurgle in your stomach that you know what it means. You're like, we better haul ass. So mind you, these walking paths are small and narrow, like one lane walking paths. And, you know, there's people out for leisurely strolls and just they're in no rush because they're on vacation. So we're like weaving in and out of people and I'm clenching my butt cheeks and <laughs> I mean there's people around all the time like and I'm getting to the point where I'm like I don't know if I can hold it like I might very well like shit my pants right now
2: That would be gross. We
0: finally entered this one strip where nobody was around and I'm like Greg I can't and so I went off of the path into the woods and just exploded. <laughs> Greg was just like Oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) And that's when I knew he loved me because he didn't divorce me after that.
2: Yeah, it was pretty gross.
0: (laughs) And then I remember the next day we were with your parents and your mom was saying how oh my gosh, I almost didn't make it back to the room. Like I had to go so bad. I thought I was going to like crap my pants. And I'm like, that's weird. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. I have
2: no idea what you're talking about. But I
0: really think it was almost like a, like I feel like the divine intervention happened to keep everybody away while I was like exploding myself into the woods because at no point is there no one on the walkway. But just so happened for that Two to three minutes, nobody came by.
2: Nobody came by. Good thing they didn't. They would have been in for an experience.
0: Oh my God. That we'll was probably like, had
2: the Mexican police after us. That
0: was the worst feeling in the world when you feel like you're about to shit your pants. There you go. That yeah, was my that shit. Is, that, uh, that, there's your shit story of the week.
2: That is a good one.
0: <laughs> um, wow.
2: <laughs> your shit story of the week.
0: Do you have a shit story?
2: No, so I was going to work a couple years ago. It might have even been last year. It was recent and like all of a sudden it was like, man, I it was driving. I just got on the highway and I had, I was like, oh, I'll just make it to work. And I, there was, I got it like almost in the plant city. I was like, I'm not going to make it into work.
0: Because <laughs> how long of a drive do you have? Like
2: 40 minutes. So I just pulled off and I went into the Wawa and you know, the Wawa is a pretty nice gas station. And there must have been like, there were so many people in there and there was like people changing in the bath, oh bath stalls. And I was like, I, I was waiting and I was like pacing back and forth. I was like, and then finally I got in there and it was just.
0: And that's the worst when you have to go and you break out in that cold sweat. Yeah, I was like, like
2: and it was. I poor. feel like
0: right after I had Blake, like, I felt like I had IBS because like, that sort of story happened on more than one occasion. I remember we were driving somewhere, and...
2: Oh, yeah, you had to stop at a gas station. We had
0: to stop at a gas station. But Greg's on the phone. I'm like, you have to hurry up. You have to hurry up. And I was just about to just let it go, because, like, my stomach hurts so bad. and <laughs>
2: That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you.
0: Listeners, we want to hear your shit stories. Go ahead and uh, email us, sunshine at gmail.com, because we want to know we're not alone.
2: Everybody shits.
0: There's a book about that. Everybody poops. <laughs> um, this next story comes to us from Minnesota.
2: You're from Minnesota.
0: <laughs> Inner Grove Heights, Minnesota, to be precise. A house call turns into a horse call. <laughs>
2: I see what they did there.
0: Yeah, you, know, you see that wordplay. Authorities say a suburban Minneapolis resident reported a strange intruder in her basement. It was a horse. Inner, <laughs> Inner Grove Heights police arrived at the woman's home late Friday night to find a pale horse walking through various rooms as officers watched through the window from outside. I think there's a video.
2: A pale horse?
0: Yeah, I'm assuming it means like a light-colored horse. <laughs> Holy fuck, stop <laughs> hitting your goddamn microphone. Yeah,
2: that was like fucked up right there. I, I know, really you do.
0: just did it like 10 times <laughs> in a row. Like, i thought at first my first... Meat ass look
2: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't try to hit it it just it hangs down and like I have big hands and big arms
0: so it's like what are you doing just waving your arms around well I
2: mean I gotta move sometimes and stretch I mean like see like I can't even put my hand up I mean so I gotta be like and do this (laughs) okay
0: well Be mindful.
2: I'm trying to be mindful. All
0: right. Here's a 16 second video clip. I don't know if there's words, but (laughs) I hope there's words And by pale horse. They mean a white horse. Oh, good. I guess they're being cautious with their racially sensitive. That was what
2: they were going to say. They were saying he was very pale. Like, Like he was like sick.
0: No, it means a white horse. Oh, horse wasn't sick.
2: That. Yeah, he's over here again.
1: Is indeed a horse in a
0: house. He's just walking through the house, just taking it, just making himself at home, making how
2: himself. Even, how does that even work?
0: Making himself a sandwich. Um,
2: Did the horse? They said in?
0: it's not clear how the horse got into the house, but he said the animal's owner came by to remove it. A message on the police department's Facebook page read, "No horses. or officers were." In this incident, were hurt in this incident, and the horse was safely returned to the corral.
2: Wow. That horse was just out for a night on the town. Yeah. He was looking for hookers and drugs.
0: (laughs) Horse looking for some play.
2: I don't think that worked out for him, though.
0: Oh, my God. So this fucking story is so fucking funny. Because have you ever been so high that you hallucinated?
2: I don't know. Maybe, possibly.
0: I can only think of one. And now it wasn't a hallucinating type of thing, but I remember the very first time I got high. It was the day after I think my freshman year of high school. I stayed after school. You were a
2: rebel. I just
0: I was. Yeah.
2: Freshman year, they're like, "Hey, stop by the stop by the store and grab one of these with us."
0: Stop by what store to grab one of what?
2: That's what you guys were. Your excuse was so you could. No, go but
0: this. I did, Dad. I'm so sorry, and I probably owe you twenty bucks. But I stole twenty bucks out of my dad. <laughs> he has this big tub by the side of his bed where well, he. Just, so
2: mean. <laughs>
0: where he would just throw his like change and extra money, and it, it was his fun money. So we had me and my girlfriends had made this plan, like, oh, we're gonna get some pie, and we're all gonna throw in, and so like I'd taken like twenty bucks or something out of his jug, and so we got pot and so we went to my friend's house and then her house was kind of close to an abandoned airport and so we walked down to this abandoned airport and we smoked pot and first time getting high you get really fucking high and so my brother came to pick me up and so we remember we live in rural Maine like it's all back roads and so he's driving us home and all the bushes on the side of the road. Looked like cartoons. Like I felt like I was in Super Mario Brothers. You know those cartoon trees and bushes?
2: Man, you must have had a good sandwich.
0: (laughs) Well, I also learned that day when you get high that peanut butter is not the best snack to eat. Because you have cotton mouth and eating peanut butter. And I'm like gross but that's the only time i've ever come to like
2: Yeah, i don't think i've ever hallucinated
0: well and like i said it wasn't hallucinating i just saw things differently that weren't true yeah yeah
2: yeah you were just you were having a mind play
0: yes so this story goes hand in hand with the whole tripping on marijuana type thing that's why i wanted to bring that up um can you turn your sound up on your ipad no i can't <laughs> um the headline is A tiger was found in an unlocked cage by a pot smoking tipster who thought they were hallucinating. A tiger rescued from a ramshackle Houston home, all thanks to a pot smoking 311 caller. Did they miss? Might that mean 911 caller? I wonder what 311 is. 311, isn't that
2: like uh, when you call see if there's like pipes or wires underneath your lawn, or is that 411?
0: 411 is information. Oh,
2: or, what's, whatever. It's a 311 it, call.
0: 311. Okay, let me start over. A tiger rescued from the ramshackle Houston home, all thanks to a pot smoking 311 caller, was given a kingdom of his own at the North Texas Wildlife Refuge as law enforcement spent Tuesday searching for his owner. The large cat's unexpected discovery in an abandoned home Monday made international headlines as he arrived at the Cleveland Amory Black Beauty Ranch, where he may continue. Where he may continue to live. Well, why maybe? Among a Well, maybe
2: that. he's going to go to a zoo or something. Or maybe could the be. Bush Gardens Tampa wants him.
0: He could. Um, okay. The male cat rolled up to the ranch about 24 hours after a woman who requested anonymity. I can never say that word. Anonymity.
2: Anonymous city.
0: From authorities dialed the city's 311 service with an animal welfare concern. So I. Assuming three one one is animal welfare.
2: Oh, good. Um, now you know what to call when the dogs are barking next door.
0: Yeah. Um, animal welfare concern from a vacant home in the Manchester neighborhood. Houston police spokesman Keith Smith said the woman was at the vacant home in hopes of lighting up her marijuana stash. But she and a friend realized they were not alone. The woman found the exotic feline locked in a cage too small for the beast of his stature. Poor little thing. I'm not lying, the woman told the perplexed 311 dispatcher. I don't know how he got in there. It's not a baby tiger. It's pretty big. How do you know it's even a tiger? The dispatcher wondered. I mean, how would you not know it's a tiger? So,
2: was it really a tiger or were they yeah, hallucinating? No, it
0: was really a tiger. As for the person who reported the tiger, police said they weren't sure the tiger was real at first because the person said that they had been smoking marijuana. The caller thought the situation was just a hallucination at first. But authorities have honored the three one one caller's request to remain anonymous. <laughs> so she thought she was so high that she saw a tiger, but it really was a tiger. And the poor little thing was in a cage way too small. Like, it was in a, like, cage the size of Rosie's crate. Well, that's a pretty big crate. But it's also a tiger.
2: Rosie's a Rosie bears. <laughs> okay. Man, that's just cruelty to tigers. I wonder how that tiger got there. I wonder if it was like rescued from a zoo or somebody like running over on a plane from Africa.
0: They don't know. They don't know where the tiger came from.
2: Maybe it was Mike Tyson's tiger.
0: Maybe. (laughs) So this headline is campus police are trying to stop this mother from bugging people, asking them to date her son. This story comes from Maryland. It's almost Valentine's Day and at Townsend University in Maryland, a mother has been trying so hard to find a date for her son that police are concerned. The Baltimore Sun reports that a woman in her 50s wearing a multicolored scarf approached students in two campus buildings last week, showing them a picture on her cell phone asking if they would date her son.
2: Well, I mean, he needs a date for Valentine's Day.
0: Mom, how about you are overstepping boundaries and let your son find his own date? Like, how embarrassing. Do you think any woman is going to want to date your son knowing that his mom is scouring the college campus? Looking Maybe for? there is
2: a woman that's looking for something like that.
0: Yeah, probably a loser
2: well this kid sounds like he's not much of a winner either
0: maybe he's just not ready maybe he's just playing the field and telling mom no i haven't met anyone and he's like banging girls left and right but he doesn't want to actually date them and mom's just like
2: it's true that's actually a good good point diana how's my sound sound does it sound good yeah good i just want to make sure i don't want you to be mad
0: i won't be mad Um, After receiving multiple complaints from the mother's pics, campus police issued an incident advisory that included a link to the picture of the woman so that she might be identified. Uh, University officials say the woman isn't being sought for criminal investigation, but they just want her to stop. Yeah.
2: Stop it, lady. You're embarrassing your daughter. Son. Your son. Stop it.
0: Yeah. Um, Our sons would be mortified if we did this.
2: Yeah, they would. Kevin would be really mad. Yeah. So would Blake.
0: This uh, story, I can't take credit for finding because our friends over at You're Gonna Die Alone posted this, and I thought it was um, a funny story to talk about. What is the shortest marriage that you know of like amongst people you know? I don't
2: really keep track of how long people are married but there are some that have probably been less than a year
0: that's all i can think is a few months to a year i
2: mean i don't i can't really even think off the top of my head anybody's name and i'll just keep these people yeah we don't need to talk about names there have been yeah i I would uh, say
0: six months is probably the yeah well i I mean
2: in friends um uh ross and rachel got married and then they got a divorce pretty quick
0: Yes, yes, they did, but that's friends, and we are talking real life here. Well, this story comes to us from Kuwait, and I think this could be the world record of shortest marriage. A Kuwait couple is divorcing three minutes after marrying.
2: How's that even possible?
0: Let me tell you. Um, A Kuwait couple has divorced just three minutes after tying the knot. This came after the groom called the bride stupid as she stumbled to get out of the court following the competition of registry the woman flew into a rage and demanded the judge dissolve their marriage the union was then a- annulled the incident believed to have become the shortest ever marriage in kuwait's history has sparked a wave of sympathy for kuwaiti women with some suggesting that she was right to end the marriage i'm just gonna go out and say there's gotta be other stuff going on here because you wouldn't just get divorced for them calling you stupid
2: well that's not a very nice word i don't like when people call them- be stupid or no but i
0: wouldn't divorce you over it that's why i'm saying there's got to be like a history
2: they probably have a history of calling each other stupid
0: it's probably not the most healthy relationship so congratulations kuwait woman you have set the record for shortest marriage that is true good for you for standing up for yourself you don't need that
2: you don't need that
0: all right well Let's get into Oh, Florida. We have lots of Oh, Florida. Let's get into it. Oh, Florida.
2: Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida.
0: All right. Oh, Florida. So I wanted to start off this segment talking about that maternity shoot picture that we talked about last week, because after we're done recording... And I was editing it. I'm like, you know what? I feel kind of bad, like, talking shit about her. Like, first of all, I called her tattoos trashy. And that was just very judgmental of me. Because, you know what? If she likes them, then that's good for her. And she should embrace them and not worry about what people like me talk about. She doesn't
2: give a fuck what you say.
0: I know. Well, and then, like, I saw a follow-up article where they did the photo shoot just as a joke. They want to base their maternity shoot... Based off Florida Man. All the Florida Man stereotypes. And so they did it as a joke. It wasn't like, oh, this is a good idea. Let's do this. Embrace everything, you know, about us. They were just making fun of Florida. No. Oh. But I still felt bad for shitting on her. And well,
2: if they listen to our podcast, which I highly doubt, um, she might
0: be offended. I highly doubt she <laughs> listens to. <laughs> but we do love our loyal few listeners um yeah anyway so i just wanted to put that out there i'm sorry like i'm gonna try really not to be as judgmental unless you deserve it but she didn't deserve it and i hope you have a very healthy baby and enjoy parenthood because it is a shit show (laughs) Mm,
2: diana is so sensitive i'm the insensitive one
0: well i am you know why i become sensitive and i'm gonna tell the story really really quick i think when I started to become more aware of how people talk about people excuse me including myself so I would say I forget how many years ago I had this girlfriend and she was married and her husband had drug problems like very badly and her husband ended up dying because he was making shake and bake do you know what that is
2: I think that's something they say like in racing or something, shake and bake.
0: No, it's in the drug world. It's where you can make meth. Like in a glass jar, you put all these chemicals together and you just shake it. And then you... Sounds healthy. And you inhale the fumes and it's basically meth. Well, and what happened was when they were shaking it, the glass exploded. And the glass like cut his neck and he ended up freaking dying. So, you know, if you hadn't known this person, you would have been like one less druggy in the world you know they he weeded himself out but like i knew his wife his wife was very dear friend at work and so you heard everyone on the radio talking shit and just making light of it and so that's kind of when i became more aware of like how we talk about people and but i still slip up like i did with the tattoo lady that's
2: okay it happens
0: yeah so i'm gonna try to be better you should be all right
2: you don't want to be like me
0: Craig, but you've gotten better over the years. Greg can be very judgmental, but I'm getting better. I feel like the two of us working together, we've been better.
2: All right, here we go. Polkman test drive car. Polk Polk County.
0: Polk County.
2: Polkman test. Polkman tested out. Sorry, this is my first day reading. (laughs) You'll just edit this out.
0: Keep going. Polkman
2: tested out car from dealership, but never returned it with pol- with it, police said. This is out of Winter Haven. A Winter Haven man is wanted after test driving a car from a dealership, but never returned it, police said. Investigators with the Winter Haven Police Department said a warrant is out for the arrest of 29-year-old Jabrir Scurry. They said the incident occurred on February 2nd, just before 4. On that day, Scurry, along with another man, arrived at Central Buick GMC at 1555 First Street South and expressed interest in purchasing a vehicle. Scurry identified a vehicle he was interested in, and the dealership allowed him to test it out. The detective said he started filling out financial paperwork to begin purchasing the car. However, the sales associate assisted other customers, Scurry and the man he came with, ventured back outside, officials said. They became interested in another car, a 2015, 2015 Buick Verano.
0: Get to the point of the story, please. We've- well, anyway. Anywho.
2: This guy um, basically uh, took off with this car and uh, never came back.
0: Did they end up finding him?
2: Um, on February 11th, a warrant was obtained for Scurry's arrest on Grand Theft Auto. And uh, nobody has found him yet to this date. Oh shit, He's still out there cruising in this car.
0: So here's a fun story. <laughs> when I saw this story, it reminded me of it. So, yeah, back in the day, they used to let you just take cars for a day or two or a few hours without them, and you could test drive it. So when I was in college, my friend Monica, was in the process of moving and so we had to move all this big stuff and neither one of us had boyfriends so we're like well we gotta move this stuff ourselves." but neither one of us had a truck so we had the great idea let's go test drive a pickup truck <laughs> so we went to a local dealership and we picked out a truck and so he's like yeah he gave us the keys like we gave him our driver's license and we took the truck to our apartment took all the big stuff that we needed to move moved it and brought it back
2: how long were you gone for
0: Mm, I'd say like the afternoon, like we picked up at noon, brought her back by closing time.
2: They said that was cool. You could do yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that's well. That's how it used to be back in the day.
2: Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Now they drive it along with you for the most part. Yeah,
0: because of people like us and people like him.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, that was out of Polk County, and guess what? We have another Polk County story.
2: I actually um, I have a funny story. I um, had my car getting um. Fixed, it was getting fixed at a black Volkswagen Jetta. It was getting fixed, and it was a nice car. There's something wrong with it, but they're like, Hey, uh, we'll just you know give you this car, you know. And I was like, Oh, that's a really nice car. And I thought about you know like getting it is it like when I was like 20, you know, 21. I was like, oh, Maybe a little younger. I was like, Maybe I should get this car. So they're like, You know what? Take it home for the night. Your car's getting fixed, you know. Let us know when you come back. You know, either your car will be ready for you or you will sign some papers for this car. <laughs> So, I drove this car around, you know.
0: Oh, no. And You're I, making me nervous where this story's going. <laughs>
2: um, I g- g- ran off the road a little bit, I got a flat tire in it. Oh. <laughs> so, I just put the donut on and I brought it back. I was like, yeah, guys, just got a flat tire with it. But I think I'm just going to keep my old car.
0: You should have been like, look, obviously, the quality of this car is not good. I mean, I just took it and got a flat tire.
2: <laughs> I was fucking pissed when I did it, though.
0: Oh, man.
2: (laughs) Oh, shit. All
0: right. Well, my next Oh, Florida story is also a Polk County story. And it actually comes from literally right down the road on 540A. Oh, wow. The headline is, a loud cowbell attached to a trailer hitch leads to a man's arrest in Polk County. A loud cowbell attached to a trailer hitch led to a man's arrested arrested. Let's redo that.
2: <laughs> you sound as retarded as me.
0: <laughs> um, a loud cowbell attached to a trailer hitch led to a man's arrest for driving on a suspended or revoked license. The reason why I stuttered was because they wrote, led to a man's arrested. So that's why I said it. I'm like, that
2: oh, I see.
0: According to the Polk County Sheriff's Office in February, the man who the sheriff's office identified as <laughs> Jose of Lakeland... <laughs> that's his name, was driving down 540A. He was driving with a cowbell dragging from his trailer hitch. It was so loud, it caught the attention of a deputy. The deputy followed Jose from Lakeland after he noticed his vehicle's registration was expired. When the deputy made contact with the man, he learned Jose's license had been suspended for failure to pay in traffic. But nothing screams Polk County like having a cowbell hanging from your... Trailer yeah. hitch. What it's, the hell? It's kind of like those cows nuts that hang from people. Yeah. Or the, not cows nuts, but balls that hang from
2: oh, yeah, those, pickup trucks that those those just are, scream redneck. Yeah, they do scream redneck. Yeah. That <laughs> is very Polk County, though. It's like,
0: just, I saw that. I'm like, oh. It more swings. cowbell. His um mugshot is great because he's like shaved head. Except for like there's a random patch of hair at the top of his head.
2: Yeah, he... <laughs> What the fuck?
0: Oh, Polk County. I love Uh, you. Like, God, I'm so glad we live in Polk County because this stuff's so great. So great. All right. What's your next one?
2: Mine's um, a Florida man arrested after um, he was um, basically out of Polk County or not.
0: No, not Polk County.
2: Out of Pasco County. um, Potato,
0: patata. I mean, they pretty much are the same thing.
2: The arrest report says Peter Michael Chula, 51, shoved his girlfriend into a chair in the bedroom of a home they share and threw a burrito at her on Friday. <laughs> the deputies found the woman with the contents of the burrito depressed across her face, neck, and left shoulder area. The re- arrest report says, I guess he's facing domestic battery charges. So, like, I'll tell you right now, I don't care how pissed off I am. I am You're not
0: wasting a burrito. I am
2: not throwing a burrito at you. <laughs>
0: Well, and so I'm going to assume it's cooked because the contents are all over her. But can you imagine, like, if that burrito just came out of the microwave, that scalding hot cheese? Because you know when you bite into that burrito, when it comes out and the cheese burns your mouth, now it's all over her.
2: Well, you'll never find it because I won't be throwing anything at you, especially burritos.
0: Burritos are good. They should not be wasted. Uh,
2: If I throw a burrito at you, I expect you to catch it in your mouth and eat it.
0: Freaking a right I would.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'll be your mouth for this burrito. (laughs)
0: Uh, so a few months ago, we did a story about a couple that was caught having sex in broad daylight on the side of the road. I believe it was in Fort Myers. Do yeah, you remember I re- that?
2: I do remember that.
0: And they were just like, like here, this is like a picture of her. Do you remember? Is that oh bringing yeah, back she's memories? A Yeah,
2: I want her to do me.
0: Ew, Craig, <laughs> why did you do that? God. <laughs> Um,
2: does, it, does it embarrass you?
0: No. just <laughs> gross. Well, guess what? This couple has been arrested again for having sexy time on the street in full view of a children's parade again.
2: Wasn't that what it was last time, too? Or was there?
0: And I also wondered that because I'm like, well, surely this is the same story, but it's not.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> An off-duty cop found two people... Guess what? I won $100,000 again. Thanks, Frontier. Man, we're awesome. Fuck. No. It's almost like if you don't open or start reading the articles soon enough, like, pop-ups happen. All right. It's possible. An off-duty cop found two people having sex in full view of a children's parade. Police then arrested the homeless pair on Sunday, yards from where they were marching down the street in Fort Myers. Butterdeck she 47- and 50-year-old. 58-year-old Philip Daly are charged with lewd and lascivious behavior. It's not the first time. (sighs) I'm about to call Frontier and whoop their ass. Because I just got another fucking pop-up.
2: I don't think it's from them.
0: It says Frontier. Let's see if I can hurry through the story before they pop up again. When arrested, Daly claimed that Coltisseri liked having sexy, sexy, and they didn't believe what they were doing was wrong. A Fort Myers police report says an off-duty officer was driving several members of the Junior Edison Parade of Lights home after the event downtown. But the children saw the pair having sex on the sidewalk just before 5 p.m. on Sunday. Responding officers arrived to Main Street to find the couple laying down on the sidewalk with their genitals exposed and the man thrusting their hips. Officers ordered them to stop and put their clothes back on, but they denied they were having sex and claimed they were simply dry humping. Both suspects have extensive run-ins with the law, with Daly being arrested eight times in 2018 and her 11 times that same year. This includes an arrest in September of last year for having sex in broad daylight. How
2: can you have be arrested that many times and they let you out?
0: Maybe they just need to keep them in a same cell, so they can just have all the sex they want. <laughs> that's yeah, not
2: that's not allowed. <laughs>
0: But, like, yeah, that's why I thought, I'm like, this is surely the same story that we read before, but then when I saw that one line about they were arrested back in September, yeah, I was like, was oh, it. that's it. That is it. <laughs> You're up.
2: Oh, well, this sounds gross. <laughs> Florida man recorded himself having sex with his dog, Deputy says.
0: Oh, but it gets better.
2: This is out of Osmar, Florida. An Oldsmar man was arrested Monday after allegedly recording himself having sex with his submarine husky. Christian Stewart Oscar Nicole, wow, 21, was charged with aggravated animal cruelty. According to the de- detectives, the investigation began last month when someone reported Pinellas County Animals Service seeing a video and pho- photographs on the internet of a man having sex with a dog the dog was in distress and tried to run away deputies say i also there's some more disturbing things about this guy ha- ha- posting videos of having sex with his uh, dog um the sheriff's detectives obtained the photos and videos showing a man dressed in a dog costume molesting the husky
0: so he's not even just a sick fuck in the
2: he's a sick fuck
0: right but he's not just a sick fuck in the aspect that he's fucking a dog. But he wanted to play the role, too, and dressed up as a dog himself.
2: Yeah. I mean, sick fuck. He maybe didn't want to confuse the dog.
0: <laughs> maybe. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say the dogs are a little bit smarter than that.
2: Yeah. it's weird. Wow. Yeah. Poor Siberian Husky. This Ugh. guy it looks like a fucking beast, too. He has, like, neck hair that's, like, all curly. We'll
0: post his... uh mugshot on our instagram page follow us at pod full of sunshine
2: Rosie would probably try to bite this
0: guy Ugh. all right the last oh Florida story so a few weeks ago we didn't cover this story just because I didn't put in the outline because it was everywhere but there was a man in California that was caught on people's surveillance video licking their doorbells.
2: That sounds weird.
0: Did you hear about that?
2: I didn't, so I guess I'm not out there. Yeah,
0: it's just this video of this guy licking doorbells, and I think they were on the search firm. I'm not quite sure if they ever found him or not. But, not to be outdone, a Florida man is caught on video licking a doorbell. This comes from Lake Worth. For the second time this year, surveillance captured a man licking a doorknob. This time, it was at a home in Florida. In this video... A man was recording on a ring doorbell surveillance system, licking the homeowner's doorbell. And he licked it multiple times. And we'll play the video. I don't know if there's any words to it, but...
2: I mean, there's probably not. They're just licking the doorbell.
0: All right. So there's super, no sound. Super but sound. I mean, there doesn't need to be sound. He just keeps licking the doorbell, and then you get an extreme close up of his nose. So why are people licking doorbells?
2: Yeah, what's up with that? That's gross.
0: It's gross. So I just when I had first seen the story from California, I'm like, man, that seems like it'd be a Florida story. And you know what? Florida doesn't let us down. We have our very own doorbell liquor. Yeah.
2: Don't disappoint Florida.
0: All right. Well that wraps up our old Florida segment. It does. What
2: a good section.
0: Let's uh
2: what a good segment today.
0: Are you being sarcastic?
2: No, I liked it. We did good. <laughs> okay. Jesus.
0: Jesus yourself. Jesus Christ, Diana.
2: <laughs> I'll take the Lord's name in vain.
0: It's the Lord's day. All right. Sports. Sports. Do you want to do the first one? Yep.
2: All right. Here it is. Man buys priceless Babe Ruth card for $2. And
0: that's all it fucking is, isn't it?
2: And it basically says the buyer says he had multiple million dollar offers and plan to share any profits with the seller. So basically this guy bought this for two dollars and now he's trying to sell it. But he's going to give the guy some of the proceeds.
0: Well, I would hope so. I want to know how it happened, where well, it happened. Here's a video. Well, a baseball card collector gets a great deal on the great Bambino. Dale Ball scored
1: big when he nabbed an ultra-rare Babe Ruth baseball card at a Nevada store for
2: just $2. The owner thought it was fake. Yeah. Ball says an authenticator has since confirmed it's a rare 1921 card, possibly worth
1: millions. I didn't even know what to say. I had tears start running down my face tell you the truth. You can't even imagine the feeling. Paul says if he decides to sell it, the collector who sold it to him will get a cut.
0: So, again, it didn't address the main question that everyone wants to know where exactly he got it. Like, was it at a yard sale? No,
2: he got it at a, a shop, I thought they said the, in that video.
0: Yeah, but what kind of dummy is running... You're right. I'm sorry. I missed that part. But what kind of dummy is running a store?
2: Just be sensitive now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just... Okay.
2: I mean, you're right. What what is this? But he thought it was a fake. The guy thought it was a fake. So he obviously didn't think it was real. Uh I bet that now that's come back to
0: bite him in the ass. Okay. Thank you for explaining that to me. (laughs) Getting me back down to a non-judgmental level. (laughs) Okay.
2: Well, I wish I would find a Babe Ruth card for $2. I wouldn't share the proceeds with the guy. I would just be like, you're an idiot.
0: I would probably give him a little bit just for being an idiot. Maybe. <laughs> okay. So, you know, what's some of the greatest things about baseball? Especially like the song, buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Well, guess what? They're going to change that fucking song because some baseball parks are now getting rid of peanuts and Cracker well, Jacks.
2: P- kids are allergic to peanuts. I know. Carry your I'm... fucking EpiPen around.
0: <sighs> I know it's a real thing. I know this, and I know it's for the greater good, but it's like baseball and peanuts and Cracker Jacks. But however, as I was reading the story, it's it's not for Major League Baseball Parks. I'll
2: even stab you with it if you want me to.
0: I don't think they need your help. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Peanuts and Cracker Jack immortalized in a song as indispensable snacks at a baseball game are no longer available at a minor league ballpark in Connecticut. The double A Hartford Yard goats. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, they're they're Tom Brady's team.
0: That's your mascot, is the goat.
2: They're the greatest of all time. Uh, They're not goats.
0: (laughs) Announced they're they're not the greatest of all time because they're no longer gonna be selling shelled peanuts and cracker jacks, which contain peanuts at Dunkin' Donuts Park to make the venue safer for people with not allergies. The Colorado Rockies affiliate says, while many ballparks and sports venues have peanut-free sections and peanut-free games, the yard goats are the first to stop selling the snacks entirely. The idea to go peanut-free arose after a series of meetings with concerned parents of young fans with not allergies. And that's the story. I like the idea of having peanut-free zones. I do too. They should just stick with that.
2: They should stick with that.
0: I did see, um, so our oldest son, Blake, is a big baseball fan. And I've never done this, but so, obviously baseball people love eating peanuts and throwing the shells on the ground. It's just part of baseball. Yeah, that's what they do. But I saw an email from the league that they play in being like, please pick up your peanut shells.
2: (laughs) Oh, really? Wow.
0: Which I can appreciate. I miss those
2: emails. I wish I was on them.
0: Oh, next time I'll let you sign them up.
2: But well, I have the last couple of times.
0: Irrelevant. It is. But, yeah. Are peanut shells biodegradable? I thought that was part of the joy of peanut shells, was that they biodegrade into the soil. Like I wouldn't see. They like, like Are mulch. you really picking up peanut shells? Maybe. Maybe. Apparently. Anyway, I found that interesting. All right. Well, that's all we have for sports, because there's no sports going on besides hockey and Basketball.
2: NASCAR yeah. starts today with the Daytona five hundred.
0: Oh yes, I forgot about Daytona.
2: I mean it's probably gonna be boring, but maybe we'll see a couple wrecks. Alright, we're
0: moving on to a what the fuck
2: What
1: the fuck
0: Alright, what the fuck I'm gonna go first. This comes from Lafayette, Indiana. The headline is Officers Recognize and Arrest a Woman Who Barked at a police dog. An Indiana woman who barked at a police dog attracted the attention of officers who arrested her on outstanding warrants. What a dumbass.
2: I mean, seriously.
0: Lafayette police officers say they were conducting a traffic stop Monday when 20-year-old Kiana Champagne Fletcher, who was standing in front of her home, began barking at police dogs, sniffing a stopped
2: car. I wonder what she was on.
0: She the was Journal done. and Courier reports the officers recognized Fletcher and knew she had two outstanding warrants. Way to play it cool, lady. Jeez. Uh,
2: Jesus Christ.
0: Police say Fletcher ran inside her house, but officers arrested her after obtaining a search warrant. Fletcher remains jailed on warrants for conversion, which is a form of theft, and operating a vehicle without a license. So, Miss Champagne Fletcher, you're not very smart.
2: Yeah, you're stupid.
0: Um, you have two arrest warrants, and then you see police officers. Not only do you attract attention but you bark at the dog
2: and he's the police he's a police officer too so you better
0: you better respect that pop yeah but now she's in jail so
2: yeah respect the bars bars yeah she's behind bars oh (laughs) (laughs) that was stupid sorry
0: well you know what you get an a for effort we're not here because we're funny
2: we're not funny so okay my turn intruder tells deputies homeowners dog told him to break into the home.
0: Oh, man, dogs are
2: yeah.
0: all up in our what-the-fuck.
2: A new Carlisle man caught breaking into a home Tuesday blamed his crime on the homeowner's dog. <sighs> Around 3.35 p.m., a homeowner called the Clark County Sheriff's Office and told authorities he had caught a stranger inside his home on South Smith Street. The homeowner said that he had been inside his barn for roughly three hours, and when he returned to the house, he smelled cigarette smoke and found cigarette butts that did not belong to him. <laughs> upon walking to the how does
0: he know? Is he not a smoker, or is he well, like, hey, I don't smoke those kinds?
2: As, yeah, I mean, you can tell. So, upon walking to the stairwell leading up to the upper level of the residence, the homeowner saw an unknown man standing at the top of the steps. The homeowner tried to shut the door of the stairway in order to lock the stranger upstairs, but he was forcefully pushed to the ground before he could do so because of a medical condition the homeowner could not get off the floor and and he was pushed down so he ordered the intruder Christopher Hill to sit on the couch <laughs> where he remained until deputies arrived minutes later.
0: Time out. First of all, I have so many questions like is the medical condition because he's an obese man and got and fell down and couldn't get up? Like all I picture is a Christmas story when the kids in that snowsuit And he can't get up or is it he's an older gentleman and like had a heart issue and then couldn't get up or just because he's old. Well, he was working in
2: his barn. I mean, he must not have that big of an issue.
0: And then I love dumb criminals. So this man that's stuck on the floor who can't get up orders him to sit on the couch is just like, okay.
2: Yeah, he does.
0: Good for you, dumb criminal.
2: And he told the owner that his dog had let him into the residence. Hey, told please, the dog told me to come here.
0: What if the dog did? Now, there's a whole conspiracy we can talk about. What but if the dog's like, yeah, come he did. in?
2: Maybe it was like Bud, like Air Bud, you know, the dog that played basketball.
0: Yeah, I know. one.
2: What... Or Lassie. Lassie was a really good dog.
0: Here's a fun story. <laughs> I used to, my grandparents had this dog named Sam, but I used to love Lassie. And I used to just run around calling Lassie. And as I'm talking about it, I'm realizing this is not a fun story as I thought it was going to be as I started telling it. So, so you um,
2: called a dog a different name.
0: Lassie, right. Lassie, what a good dog. Because I had this thing as a kid where I would act out TV shows or movies that I had watched. And yeah, Samantha then became Lassie. Okay.
2: Oh, well, at least Timmy didn't fall in the well.
0: There were no wells in Maine for me to fall down. Oh,
2: you would think, well, Maine would have some wells.
0: So what happened with uh, this dumb criminal arrested
2: arrested um aggravated burglary and assault because well, i guess he pushed the guy down
0: and he couldn't get up. yeah he should have helped the guy up wow so i think the whole what the fuck of that story was that this man obeyed this guy that obviously couldn't physically stop him
2: right yeah what a good
0: criminal good criminal yeah all right well Let's chase this what the fuckery right down with some don't worry, be happy stories. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, be
2: happy. Man seeking in trade-in to his car gives it to a nursing student instead. A nursing student now has a way to work and. St- School thanks the kindness to a stranger.
0: Oh, kindness, stranger. That's my favorite kind of kindness.
2: Kyla Cooper was at a used car dealership in El Cajon, California, was trying to get a lower down payment to get a car. Dan LaGuardia, who was within earshot of Cooper's discussion with the salesman, was at the dealership to trade in his Scion XB and said he could tell the conversation wasn't going the way Cooper would like it. I could tell she wasn't getting the, what she was there for, LaGuardia said. Cooper left the dealership crying. The nursing student was borrowing cars from family and friends to get to work. She said she was in danger of losing her job if she couldn't get a car of her own by the end of the month. LaGuardia told KGTV he asked the salesperson to call Cooper back and offered her his vehicle. Wow, that's so nice. I like nice people. The car had more value to her than it did for me traded in LaGuardia said... He didn't charge Cooper anything for the vehicle. I was shaking Cooper said it was it's a whole car. How can someone be so generous to give their car away? One of the employees at the dealership shared this story on Facebook. It has been shared more than 6,000 times.
0: Oh, wow. I love that.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty nice car too.
0: What was it? What kind One of, of car? those
2: Scions. Like the ones that look, look like a box.
0: I like it. Because you but, know what? Like, it could have been the biggest piece of shit. Like your car and we could have they would have loved it regardless
2: yeah my car still purrs like a kitten
0: it does purr like a kitten so this story i really can't even take credit for we were in bed this morning we were watching the today show was it the today show yeah and i was like you know what i
2: don't think it's called the today show on sunday it's called today with willie guys sunday morning with willie guys i don't think it's still today Right. It's
0: still a Today Show. Okay. And it's not with Willie Geist, because Willie wasn't even there.
2: It is with Willie Geist. He was out today. Um, Some girl that I've never known before was on it.
0: But he does have a fucking podcast, so go listen to that. <laughs> fucking all these big-ass fuckers that have podcasts. And all they got to do is have a big name, and they get all these uh. people to listen. And little peons like us work our asses off to provide great content and... We don't have the audience like them.
2: Nothing like that. It's a shame.
0: It is a shame. (laughs) What a shame. Because, you know, I can almost guarantee we're better than Willie Geist. Willie Geist, stick to TV. All you TV people, stop having podcasts.
2: I think his podcast is basically, it tells, like, you know how he has his sit down on Sundays. I think it's just the recording. It's interviews. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I mean, I don't think it's anything
0: serious. I, I don't know why but i hate podcasts with interviews because yeah. they always seem so awkward and forced even when i used to listen to the radio and they used to have like guests on like it just always felt so awkward to me well
2: it is awkward
0: yeah so there you go willie
2: yeah willie i like willie though
0: i do too i Let's really stop do. making fun of him <laughs> i'm not making fun He's of better him than the i'm just being s- i'm just being salty with willie because he has a podcast yeah um So, the headline is, an unlikely teamwork saves the day when inmates rescue a baby from a locked car. And this actually comes out of Newport Ritchie, Florida.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Yep, let's take a listen.
1: An unnerving moment for any parent, that child locked inside an SUV outside the Pasco County Courthouse. Thankfully, Pasco deputies were nearby, and a rare moment of inmates working with law enforcement.
0: she okay in there?
1: One-year-old Dallas alone, trapped inside her family's SUV. You okay, baby? No. Her father tossed the keys in the front seat, the doors locked after he buckled her in. Okay. Trial door, trial door. The front door. The front door. The, the driver A crowd quickly forms to help, including a group of deputies and work release inmates they supervise. You no, know, The trustees are people who made mistakes. We're trying to rehabilitate them and get back in society. Five low-risk offenders jumping into action. They were repairing medians outside the West Pasco Judicial Center. Surprisingly, somebody had a wire coat hanger we were able to get the door open enough to get it in there, unlock the door. Unlikely teamwork saves the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, thank All God. Woo! Right. But a lot of them, like these individuals, they know they made bad mistakes and bad choices, but they want to do the right thing in life. Sheriff Chris Notco says this inmate's unique skill set came in handy. Only when a deputy's around, we give permission, can you break into that car. In Dallas' parents tell me, despite the scare... Honey, was that stressful? Oh, my God. She is doing just fine. <laughs> in
0: Pasco County. Yay for you inmates. That was a great story. That was a great story. So much better
2: than the Today show's one, too.
0: Yeah, I agree too. Good for you, W.F.L.Z. Well, and I think what makes the story kind of cool is that the inmates were literally in the like black and white striped jumpsuits, like they just yell prisoner. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and they took care of it.
0: And then there they are, the good guys. So that just goes to show that not all criminals are bad guys. They've just made bad mistakes and bad choices. choices That's why you
2: should make good choices.
0: But, I mean, I think we've all made bad choices a few times in our lives. We have. we've just been lucky. All right, well.
2: Sounds like it's uh, time for the jokes.
0: Let's wrap this shindig up with a joke from the boys. Boys! Where's boys? All right, boys are here. They're ready to tell some jokes. Which one of you little shits are going first? Best for last, When you go first. All right, Blake's first. (laughs) Mine's the best. Where do big people go to school? Where do big people go to school?
2: Utah. Utah? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Utah. I like
0: that one because it's a word play, and you know I dig a good word play. All right, Gavin, come over here. What animal, what animal does, what animal. Uh, Today, Junior. Let's spit it out here. Come on. (laughs) What what animal goes to baseball games? What animal goes to baseball games? I don't know. A bat. A bat. Oh, a bat. I think technically a bat is an amphibian. Is a bat an amphibian? I don't know. But I like it.
2: Bats are gross.
0: Bats are gross. Now I want to see what a bat is. Nope, bats are mammals. But hey, mammals still animals. We'll let you get away with it. Good we job. will let you get away with
2: it. I got it. I got
0: it. Because you're cute. It said animals. And that's all that matters is you're cute. It said animals. All right, go on now. So that's their fault. Uh, that, that is their fault. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Pod Full of Sunshine. Thank you again for joining us this week. We appreciate each and every one of our listeners. We sure do. Please tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell two. Or four. And we will be here again, same time, same place next week. Join us, won't you?
2: See you later, knuckleheads.
0: <laughs> yeah, knucklehead. All right. Uh, go leave us a review if you want. Follow us on Twitter at Podful of Sunshine No E. Instagram at Podful Sunshine. If you want to tell us your shit stories, email us podful of sunshine at gmail.com. And uh y'all just have a great fucking week.
2: Yeah, have a great week.
0: All right, bye y'all. Bye now. Adios muchacho
2: How are you boy? Y'all come back now. You-